Rejoice, and welcome to Journey Through the Decacast, a Cabin Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett-Waz. I am Evan Oma Evan. And I'm Common Rider Chris. And this week we watched the last episode of Geo. We did it. We're done. It's, uh, Never it's mind over. that there's movies. It's I'm actually really curious where they go with the movies on this one. Yeah, a little bit. Never mind that there's movies. We're done with the show. Done. Finished it. Put a fork in it. Is it not good? I don't know. It's probably fine. We'll probably watch them at some point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. They're actually quite good. It's what the opening this week came from. When we can all leave our houses again, that should be like the reunion episode. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, so uh, this was episode whatever the fuck it was, um, 49? I think it was 49. Yeah, 49 of Zio. Yeah, uh, tw- called 2019 Apocalypse. It's a good name. And this is a DecaCast quarantine special! Woo! Hooray! Make sure you're washing... Oh my god. Make sure everybody's washing their hands, being yep. safe. Oh, man, I should have, if I knew we were doing this bit, I would have looked up how far into the Geo theme song you'd have to listen to for it to be 20 seconds. (laughs) But unfortunately, I only know this for the Cardcaptor's dub opening. Why? Wait, is that the one that's Ordinary Girl? No, the first one. Oh, the other one. Yeah, the good one. I mean, it's the it's the line to each uh to find them to bring the power home. That's that's how far you got to go. Oh right, right. So it's like right. up to like the first chorus. In case anybody was othering. Yeah, prob- probably one, probably like the second or third overcourtser is probably when you want to do it to. That's probably true. I mean, I, I don't know. Have to actually listen to it again. Yeah, I mean, I listen to it every time. When I watch the show, because it's a good fucking intro, but it didn't play this time. I have literally never skipped it. I think it's the only Kamen Rider show we've watched where I have not skipped the intro a single time. It's a real good intro. Do you know who always watches the intros to the show? You, probably. Yeah, this this guy right here. I'm pointing to myself. I I like him a lot of the time. I just, I like Overcourts a little more than the others. Guess that's fair. Overcourts is a good one. It's very, very fun. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, this is an episode. The last episode of Kamen Rider Zio. Yeah. The grand finale. Yeah. Yeah. It was mostly grand. There was some, like, not grand stuff. You are! I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, Grand Zio comes back, so it is grand in the sense of having a That's grand true. in it. Yeah. 
uh, other than, like, the bit with Tsukiyomi is a little underwhelming, like, it kind of plays out pretty much how I was figuring it would. Yeah, just a bit. Like, it's... this is basically the most logical direction for everything to have gone after everything that's been set up. Yeah, but I still don't like it. It's... It makes sense from a story standpoint, but it's just boring a little bit. I'm very sad that Tsukiyomi has just been, like, a bad character this entire show. I I don't know. It's... I. I'm not sure I call her bad. All right, bad character would... from, like, episode seven on. Uh, underdeveloped, most. She's... I don't think she's, like, a bad character. She's just... disappointing to me. Considering the amount that. of screen time they gave to her, like, she should have probably had a few more twists in her story. That would have been nice. Who's typing? Evan is, I believe. Uh-oh. I can hear you typing, Evan. Oh, you're hearing my space bar. Yeah. But, like, okay, well, yeah, so the previous episode ended on Tsukiyomi getting the watch, turning into Kamen Rider Tsukiyomi, and can everyone we, was can like, Can we continue to oh, talk about how fire that design is? Oh it's my god, Kamen Rider so Tsukiyomi fucking good. is so good. Yeah, like, and well, it's, it's incredibly ju- disappointing we don't get to see it in a fight scene or anything. I, I really magical girl enough. I really want, like, a Kamen Rider series, series to just go, like, full Precure. <laughs> That'd be a lot like, of fun. like that's that's what that suit makes me want to have happen. Just like, I, just what's like the biggest that... uh, in the the Heisei shows? What's the biggest team of like good guy writers that there's been? Um, hmm, it's an interesting question. Because, I, I mean, in Zero One, they've kind of got, like, I guess three protagonist writer characters that are sort of teamed up from the first few episodes I've seen. So, I mean, so the thing is, like, the team of, like, good writers will, like, will will change from the start of the show to the end of the show. Right, right. That's okay. Like, at the and end of Build, you have, like, four. At the end of X-Aid, you have, like, six? That's a pretty big team. I mean, in this show, we've had three for a while, and then four if you include Decade. Let me, let me back that up a little. Let's see. X-Aid, Brave, Snipe, Kyria, Dan, Hibiki. Paradox. Yeah, like six. It's a good amount of riders. Yeah, six is a pretty big pretty big main main team. I mean, like, how many were villains before and stuff? Like, you know, that number's nebulous, but... Right, but, I like, mean, if the, if they're willing to go that many, they could easily feel like a pretty cure team. Well, I mean, like, Ryuki has 13 writers. That's, like, the point of the show. Isn't this eventually just gonna turn into turning Kamen Rider into a Sentai show? <laughs> is that, is that, that seems like where this thought this thought process leads, is what if we just make it a Sentai? I mean, a sen- Sentai's, like, start with the team, I, I, and, like... I think, I think Sentai focuses on different plot beats than Rider, where you could have a team of Rider and not have, not have a lot of Sentai. crossover. Yeah. Probably, but it it just feels like that is where that slope leads to eventually. I mean, but, like, there's, like, pre-cure teams of three, probably. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess my point is just that, like, I think that the age demographic for Precure and Sentai are pretty much the same. Aren't those, like, uh, 
like oh kids like pretty like hundred percent airs before superhero time. Yeah, so that's like that's like both those shows are both for pretty young kids. That's true. And well, like Kamen Rider's slightly older. I think actually like I think the time the time slot for build was and internet correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was like Precure, Common Rider, Sentai. Yeah? It's a yeah. Good lineup. Yeah. I'm disappointed. Wait, does know. does uh it's Bandai that does the uh, Sentai um, and and Common Rider, Toei? right? So Toei. Toei, Toei, right. Uh does does Toei own Precure too? Better we destroyed the Toei offices. <laughs> Hooray! Uh Man, I missed the point five episodes. Point five episodes are fun. I do really wish they would have done one last one for the last episode. Oh that would have God, that would have been so good. That would have been really nice. Uh but yes, Toy Toy does pretty cure. Pretty cure. Okay, so Yeah, I guess they do have all three of them, so they probably wouldn't I, I guess they probably don't want to bleed the concept of the franchises too much together. Like that would yeah. kind of destroy the purpose of running all three. I mean Then how about just like female writer protagonist please yeah well i mean we've kind of got that in zero one mm. uh, please oh god is D- it did they ruined? demote her for main cast is it already ruined i haven't actually watched enough of zero one yet we're not going to talk about zero one right now oh god okay damn it. <laughs> and it's because like i i'm not caught off to say i just kind of know how things flow mm. okay yeah, I got some bad news about that. Okay, well, anyway, this is a bit of a tangent. <laughs> yeah, a little yeah. bit, but hey, it's our last episode, and instead of two episodes yeah. of Common Rider, it's only one, so... Yeah, we got we got breathing room. We, we only have one Zio yeah. episode to talk about yeah. today. And anyway, it's, you know, this all counts as we're talking about uh, Zio in general and Common Rider in general. It works for a finale show. Yeah. yeah, I guess I hadn't realized that, like, the team of main writers in the show has been pretty large for a while. Like, I mean, Gates has been there from basically the start, and then Waz joined him a while after that. And then, you know, Tsukasa joined them, like, several episodes ago now. This was just ended up being decade season two. And then Dien was just, like, kind of there. Yeah, Dien just shows yeah. up like, hey, I'm still a thing. Yeah, in the last, like, three episodes, D-End has kind of been on their team, too. Which is a lot of fun, actually. D-End's just being D-End. The, I, okay, I kind of li- adore D-End in these episodes, because he's just... Yeah, he has a line in this episode that he says to Tsukasa, okay, correct me if I'm not remembering it exactly right, but he says, uh, we, we get to see the end of the world together, isn't that the greatest treasure of all? And I'm like, are you... Like, is that not... The most romantic thing that he could say to Sakasa at that point. It kind of is. Because that's, like, super romantic. Yeah, no, yeah, it definitely is. They they are in a platonic loving relationship. Yeah, that's fine. That's my new headcanon. That's fine. The show supports it enough. But yeah, I I don't know. I've I uh I've been kind of into the the decadeization of uh, Zio over the last over the last arc here. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel that having not actually watched all of Decade, because <laughs> you gotta do it for this show and watching one episode every fucking couple of years. Every two year, episodes. Uh, two episodes a year. Um, if I had seen Decade before, 
I think I would like this ending a lot less. But because I haven't, I, it, the ideas in it are like new and fresh and it's fun. Counterpoint, I just finished watching up the anime, uh, well, rewatching it with my wife because she had not seen it before, Future Diary, uh, which is terrible. Future Diary is it's fucking awful. Oh, that's, it's a bad that's show. That's the one with the Yandere, isn't it? Right, right. right. But, but, but it, not like the fun one. No, that's Yuko, the pink-haired one that's, like, literally torturing the guy. Like, being an actual Yandere. Y- you know, uh, yeah. You but know. anyway, the, yes. my point is basically, the end of the show is pretty much the same as the end of this one. Like, Jeez. they're very similar. Like, they're, like, a character gets infinite power and resets the world, and there's a timeline where everyone is happy. And friends and stuff. Um, this is way better than that. Because <laughs> that show sucks. Well, I mean, like... Yeah, no, the, the choices made here, like, remain consistent with, with Sogo as a character, and, like, it's, Definitely. it's, it's fine. I, I, did I mostly like, like it. it. I did love, the, like, the final scene being him talking with Elder Omazeo, and Elder Omazeo's response is just, dude, I didn't, I didn't make the same decision, but he's kind of a fun guy. I like you, young me. Yeah, the, the fact that he resolves his conflict with Omazeo by like by having this conversation I don't know it's it's a really interesting choice because I expected they were gonna have like a big you know fight at the, at the when we started oh all yeah this. definitely it's uh, have, uh did you guys see the Scott Pilgrim movie yes uh yes You're, you remember at the end how it looks like Scott and Nega Scott are gonna have a big fight and that was gonna be the finale but then they just like like Scott just apologizes for being a shithead and they like hang out and stuff yep yep <laughs> like I think that's what that's sort of how this one shakes out too. That's a fun twist. Yeah, a little bit. I just kind of like choose to believe that Omazio was bored the entire series and was just watching the events unfold. So I, I feel like he I, had all the build up to that moment. And he's like, "All right." Yeah, I would not be surprised if Omazio's thought process was literally just, "I have achieved everything. There is no resistance left. I'm bored." Like let's just. Let's just see what my young self does for the shits and giggles. I was personally... I, I like the idea that at the beginning of the show, we're introduced into a future without the possibility of change. Like, nothing as nothing else as interesting is going to happen there. There's no more stories to tell, no more history to be made there, because uh, Omzio has all the power. Noth- nothing else is going to happen, and that's not going to change at all. Mm-hmm. And, like, by the... F- it's interesting because, like, both the fact that he considered his younger self, and if he would have made a, if he would have made a different choice, and also Sukiyomi and Gates going back to the past, which he could have stopped, like ostensibly he could have stopped. Yeah, that. that's like, really true. It's if he's the king of all time, he could have just said no. Right. So, like. The entire premise of the show kind of rests upon Omazeo having the potential for change. Because, like, yeah. if he doesn't allow himself that, then then the whole timeline is set and nothing nothing could move in it. Yeah, and I think that, like, I think part of the idea with the character is, is that he was already in a world where, going forward, nothing was going to happen there. And he wasn't satisfied with that, which matches up with what we know about Sogo. 
It definitely does. Yeah, it's, I can see it being as the world version of him that quote-unquote went evil. But he's he's still the same person. He's just on the other... He is on the path of conquest instead of the path of nobility. Right. Like, right. there are other aspects of his personality that are unsatisfied with that ending, even if he does become, like, mad with power. Yeah. Right, because I think I think you can construe just by, like, seeing, like, the power that Omazio has with, like, the ability to rewrite the timeline is, like, there had to have been some holding back to just have the Omazio timeline. Because, like, yep. all that other stuff didn't have to exist. It's pretty clear that, like, the power set of Omazio could have... Like, the resistance, like, could have just not been a thing. Yeah. Right. Like, if he literally... I mean, it's shown at the very end that he literally has the power to just... destroy and create timelines. At will. So, yeah. So, I like mm. to think that, like, the possibility was over was always there. And it was just watching young Shogo go about his journey, like, kind of swayed that over. Yeah. Yeah, good talk. Yeah, and he, he used, like, the this timeline as a way to play out this internal conflict within himself. He just got More to literally less. watch it happen in a physical reality, because <laughs> he's, like, God and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Fun. I mean, but yeah, like, Omazio was a... interesting, interesting premise. Like, not the direction I thought they were going to go with it when we started all this, but I think I was pretty happy with it. Overall. No, they didn't fight. They they did have a fight. They did. It was pretty cool when they did, but, but there wasn't like yeah. an Omazio Omazio fight, right? That there wasn't like a you literally fight a mirror version of yourself. Well, except there was in the Ryuki episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, they did kind of do that, like, ahead of time. It wasn't the same, though. No, it was not the same, but it was close. And, like, they never revealed Omazio to be the uncle, which we all know to be true. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The fact that he could repair the watches. Okay. Oh, my God. This episode is revealed that he could, like, fix watches because I'm a clockmaker. I can fix any kind of clock, even I, I, magical. He fixed the he fixed ones. the GO2 watch. <laughs> I had I had seen this coming a mile away. Well, after yes, he started of carrying around that big box. But even as it was coming, I was sitting there going, "Yeah, Uncle. Yeah, you fixed the watches. Yeah." <laughs> God, I love Uncle so much in this show. He's so good. Yeah, they give him several good scenes in this episode. Man. Uh, he, like, Sogo basically going off is like, I might die, and Uncle's just like, I hate it, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Ugh, so good. Uncle's real good. He, he's a sweet dad. I like sweet dads. Yes, he's a good dad. Do you know who else was surprisingly good and then died? Gates. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Gates. Gates and Sogo share an extremely romantic uh, rival dying and scene. It's good stuff. I also think it's like it's almost like a chef kiss of a choice that Gates dying is what triggers Omazio. Right? Yeah, yeah that is actually pretty good. And the oh. fact that he's he's even like expecting it and kind of pushing Sogo to go that way at this point. Yeah, it's just, no, just be the overlord, and be the best overlord you can be. 
It's good. I love it. Yeah. And he dies, but then he gets better, so it's fine. Yeah. Do you actually want to do a synopsis or just keep? I don't know. Scatter shot. Um. I mean, okay. Let Let's see. What? So basically. I guess let's we can run through the main plot points and bring yeah, up anything else you needed to. So so same we start in the same place we left off last episode. Uh but the disappointing thing super disappointing thing happens, which is like after Sukiyomi turns into Kamarider Sukiyomi, she freezes freezes time like everywhere, not just like in a limited local space. Like it's kind of implied that like every time everywhere has frozen. Everything at this everywhere point. is frozen because she just goes nah. And, uh, but she walks over to Swartz and is like, ah, I will serve you because reasons. And Swartz is egotistical enough to buy this extremely obvious double cross. And I got, I was stupid enough to buy the double cross. I got super pissed. And then it was just disappointing instead of Pit being me being angry. And so it's better. If they were being, like, she's literally tried this before. (laughs) It didn't work then either. I don't know why she keeps doing it. Because this time she had her writer power. Yeah. Uh, does she Does she know that Aura also tried this and it didn't work for her either? Yeah, the energy blades <laughs> just don't work, apparently. I don't know. I just like that, that you get a world when you become a common writer. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, that, that, that's a really good lore bit. That's, that's like that... the most weird bit of lore to just drop in and introduce all of a sudden. Yeah, we learned here. that common writers are literally the most important thing in the universe, in, in in a world, and if you don't have a common writer, your world ceases to exist. Yeah, which doesn't doesn't even track with its own show from the beginning, but we're not going to worry about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like, what about that timeline that Aqua came from? Did that just, like, cease to exist? Yep, apparently. Well, I mean, wh- what about that timeline where, with Blade and Agito, where there are clearly common writers in the same world? Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Again, like I, I've, I've made my peace with this. It's okay. There, there are a lot of plot holes that it's kind of like you have to remember way back into the very first point, one of the very early point five episodes where they go plot holes, ignore them. <laughs> Where, yeah, I think they have him read a statement from, they have one of the characters read a statement from the writer where they're like, I think it'll be engaging enough to the audience that they'll realize they don't need to care about that. And you know what? I've done that. Uh, Yeah, you know, they're not wrong. Like, they're legitimately not wrong. It was fun enough that, yeah, no, it doesn't make sense. And I, I don't care. Yeah, it's not a it's not a big deal. I mean, it's mostly like the whole point of the timeline thing was just to facilitate the anniversary showness of the show. Like, that's right. obviously the main reason. And then, like, they did some other fun stuff with it. So, hey, you know, it's a wash. Yeah, more or less. But uh, yeah, okay. So apparently, when Sukiyomi turned into a common writer, it created a parallel Earth that. Uh, that is like linked to the Earth of the show, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where the rest of the cast are sitting around like, "Okay, we need to evacuate seven billion people from this planet to that planet. How are we gonna do this shit? How are we gonna do that? Um, they don't get very far that discussion because it's not gonna be important anyway. <laughs> More or not less, too much. No, they're like, we gotta have some fight scenes. Yeah." Fight scenes are very good in this. 
Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit where Waz says, uh, in light of Tsukiyomi's betrayal during the planning scene, and Gates is like, Tsukiyomi. Which definitely made me wonder, like, he's gotta know, right? I, I, mean, I, I mean, I I don't think he knew. I literally think this is Tsukiyomi just on her own going, I can do it. And she can't. Right. I mean, I'm pretty sure Sogo has faith in her because, like, he literally always does. Like, that's part of his character. <laughs> like, no matter yeah, how it, much it looks like people are betraying him, he it, still it believes in them. It definitely felt like his, his it was a situation of, Tsukiyomi, what are you doing? I, I'll support, but what are you doing? This looks real bad. Yeah. Yeah, it checks out. I mean, like, Gates is a dumb boy, so... I totally it's super get him tragic not that he, he he dies like thinking that she betrayed him then in this yeah which is like just a bit. that's super tragic. Our I mean, poor, we're not sure boy. if he, but he what he thinks because we don't actually right. Yeah, we're not entirely sure. Uh, if you weren't sure it was a double cross, there's a bit a scene in here where Swartz asks Sukiyomi like. Why'd you decide to come over to to serve me, essentially? And she's like, well, you're the older brother, so it's only natural. And I'm like, yeah, no. Shut up. <laughs> like, no. No, shut up. Another pretty good example of the, like, she is really playing on his egotism here to not see through this extremely thin deception. Yeah, it's kind of nuts how much it's like, Schwartz, come on, you're supposed to be like some sort of mastermind genius no not always but it definitely feels sometimes like you have this mastermind genius who once their plan comes to fruition they're no longer the mastermind anymore and they just they don't they don't get it they get tricked a lot easier than they should have right well a swartz has always been vulnerable to flattery and b like that's just that hubris. True. That's like part of the human condition. Like yeah. when people think they're succeeding at something, they get complacent. Like, I mean, C yeah. it plays into like the thing where like it shows him as like his teenage self and how he's never moved on from that. Right. That is yeah. also true. We, we literally see him as the boy in a man's body again in this episode. Yeah, it's uh when when he is defeated, it's literally time freezes and uh Tsukiyomi gets to have a now you know you lost because you're a chump, right? <laughs> you lost because you suck. And of course he's like, no! No, <laughs> like, I did No, I'm good, actually. She's like, no. No, you're not. You're not. Sorry. It, was like, tr- it felt like I was trying to give him one last chance for redemption, and he just kind of spits in her face. And then they right. both yeah. die. But one of yeah. them gets better, so it's okay. I mean, Sukiyomi's, like, already dead at that point, so it's not clear if this is, like, a ghost, or did she, like, stand up out of her yeah. common writer shell, yeah, or what? They it's had kind of a weird died. scene. What? 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 She was, like, double dead. <laughs> death, or worse. Worse? Double death? <laughs> was that her it's soul? Is, like, her spirit still or floating something? around, or Yeah, what? it was the spirit, because it, it kept that other world, uh open and then it's like sogo i entrust these worlds to you and then the worlds merged good job sogo uh maybe maybe uh since sogo has the power of destruction he hadn't let her die at that point so she's still around <laughs> you may die when i allow it <laughs> that's true uh right but okay so anyway next oh, after they I have do... those conversations next day 
we see uh we see the uncle is working on something in the clock shop. So he's oh. he's gonna fix the watches. Like that's, he is, that's he pretty obvious. And there's like a bunch of common rider villains just wrecking shit like all over this city. I I love that it's all the final villains. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like there's a guy melting cities, there's that black fog from from uh from Kuga. From like, Kuga, yeah. The the ultimate evil from Kuga is here and he's just in his white he's in his white form like, "Hey, what's up?" How's right. Going? There's also like weird drone dragonflies flying around. I don't know what show they're from. <laughs> they don't look terribly threatening, but not particularly, no. There are a lot of them. Uh, yeah, Decade and Decade and Waz are uh, tearing through some mooks. There's like a guy in a samurai outfit who has like a, a cone pylon katana for a hand. I, I don't know who that is. And like a lion dude with wings. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're all just from... They're all like final villains. Yeah, yeah I more mean, or less. I, I figured. They're all pretty cool. Yeah, this is when uh, DN shows up and has this extremely romantic line to Decade. Decade's like, keep fighting! Stop stop trying to hook up with me when we're in the middle yeah. of the, the apocalypse. Come on, bro. This ain't the time for this. Can't you see we're busy fighting? Uh, yeah, there's a, a cutaway to a quiet scene where Sogo is having breakfast with his uncle. Uh, they're kind of pretty tense... It's pretty obvious that they both know that this is probably the last time they're going to get to do this. Yeah, it, this scene kind of broke my heart a bit. It's pretty sad, yeah. Especially since Sogo still has, like, the scars on his face at this yeah. point. Yeah, it's like, it's... It is the last little bit of normality he has before he literally has to go destroy the world. I think he already... Well, no, he doesn't know. It is a last little bit of normality in his life. Right. Well, he doesn't... I mean, okay, maybe he knows that he can unleash the Omazeo power if he has to, but, uh... Yeah. Okay, so so he's walking out the door, and his uncle brings out the, the case of the watches, and it's like, you know, I have all the watches here, and Sogo's like, okay, great, I can try and use Grand Zeo one more time to fix this without using the Omazeo powers. Yeah. So proud of Uncle for fixing all of those. Uncle's so good. He's yeah. so good. I love him. He, wa- he wants to support his sweet son. They have a, a cute scene together. They uh, say they're going to have dinner again, but that's not going to happen. Cause, uh... Yeah, it is. It, it definitely felt like the, we both know you're not coming back from this, but we're going to keep up the illusion of uh, a normality because it hurts too much to do otherwise. Right, yeah. I mean, it, this is, uh, you know, outside of just the context of, like, the dramatic, you know, going off to fight a final battle thing. Like, this is an apocalypse scenario. Just like, a bit. The, <laughs> in the world of the show, like, the world is literally ending. There's probably not a tomorrow, no matter how this plays out. Yeah, I don't know. It's... They do a good job. They They have done a... If nothing else, Zeo has done a good job of making me care about these characters. Oh yeah, yeah, I love these guys. Like, I'm genuinely sad to send them off at the end of the show. Like, I, I want to see how New Sogo's life plays out. And like, I got unreasonably giddy at the end end where it's like, oh, yep, no, here's all the warriors, everyone is alive again. I got uh, very, very happy and, and 
even and, and it's it's Aura such a tease. and Uru. Right. Yeah, yep. Aura and Uru, it's oh, just there. They're there too. It's so good. So happy they're alive again. And it's such a tease too, because uh Sogo's last line to Omazeo is, I think I can do it again. Like, I think I can become an overlord or Zeo. I think I can do that one more time if I start yeah, it's, over. And like, oh, oh, oh I, want, I, I want to see more! <laughs> Omazeo specifically says, you know it's not guaranteed that you'll follow the same path. Like, your, your life could be entirely different. And Sogo's just like, yeah, I, have to, I, I believe in myself. Maybe he'll become a politician, like when he went in the O's episodes. That'd be fun. That'd be cool, actually. Yeah, yeah maybe in ten years when they do another reunion show. Maybe we'll find <laughs> out what happened to Soko. <laughs> he, he is... Oh, God. My brain goes, he's the emperor of Japan! I'm like, wait, that... No. <laughs> Pretty sure... That isn't work. that a... I think you have to... Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's a my brain also, thing, like, I think that's it? a hereditary position? Pretty sure it's, it's... a hereditary position. <laughs> A lot can happen in ten years. That's very true. That's true, actually. Yeah, I don't know. Sogo somehow works his way into the Japanese Imperial family. He's a time traveler. He can literally do that. That'd be weird. Anywho. Oh man, what if they reveal if they revealed in like a sequel series that uh that Gates was actually, like, the son of the previous, like, crown prince or something, <laughs> and Sogo was his retainer, that would be so good. I'd love that. Fun. That'd be so dumb. <laughs> they could it. do it, too. Because we don't know anything about Gates' backstory. No, we don't. That's true. But, uh, okay, so, so there's this awesome scene after that where, uh, like, all the, co- uh, like, the main team's all fighting, Tsukiyomi comes out and freezes them all, and like it's like oh shit, Tsukiyomi gonna do decade uh, another decade shows up and he's gonna like laser them all to death, but then all the fucking common rider powers start swooping out of nowhere and and just kicking the crap out of him. Very good. Yeah. Sogo like, shows oh, up shit. with uh, his cool line: "Even if history is destroyed, the common riders will never be broken." And then it plays like the full like minute long jingle of Grand Zio, of Grand Geo. <laughs> yeah, they give him his full transformation sequence again. They've all, I think this is only like the second or third time they've done it. Yeah, I think it's I think it might be the second. Yeah, it it, it seems a bit more like elaborate this time. It also seems like I think I think it matches up with uh the statue in like the opening in the first episode. Yeah, a little bit, I think so. Because I think, like, when all the writers are around him, I think it's in, like, that proper order and everything. Oh, in the same order? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Don't quote uh, me on it, but... Weren't they in order from left to right in the first episode? Yeah. Yeah, and they're in order from left to right in this one, too. So it's definitely, like, this the same statue. So this might have actually been where the statue came from. Oh, well, actually how it is, is it, it's years 1 to 10 on his left, and then years uh 20 to, down to 11 on his right, is how it is. Yeah, that sounds about right. It's pretty awesome. Uh, I, I love this transformation sequence, it's the best. Yeah. And he summons a bunch of riders, and they all do some cool fighting stuff. They do, I don't think they did this thing last time, where the, uh, like, when the little panels open up on his costume... They each have a little animated version of the writer, like, come out and do a pose and then freeze into the gold shape. It's very fun. Yeah, it's super amazing. I, I want to tell you this. Yeah, I kind of... 
I kind of want a Grand Zio figure. Seems like it'd be a lot of fun to have. I can see that. Huh. I hadn't noticed that the, uh, before the, the Decade one is the one that's on the center of his chest. Like, his, Zio is on his head, and, and Decade is, like, right below that. Right, because yeah, Decade was the other anniversary. That yeah, Decade's sense. the preceding show to this one. You are! He has a he has a pretty sweet fight sequence with uh, another decade summoning yeah. a bunch of uh, rider powers. They all fly out of points of their show and to Which is fight him. It's just super really confusing because enjoy... then they like get hit and it's like, wait a minute, what what happened to the timeline there? Yeah, I I enjoy that the fight is basically Sogo brings in a common rider, Gates or not Gates Schwartz blocks the common rider and then Sogo just pops in and smacks him. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, and he summons what? W O uh no. It's, it's real weird. It's double O's a game and wizard. And yeah, it's uh, some real like a random selection. It's also like a mishmash of forms too because um double Yeah, cuz the uh double the wizard double... are in their final form. And the O's one is not in his uh the hawk tiger whatever form that we usually see him in. O's in, like, is an very form. O's is very debatable on what O's final form is, but Gaim's <laughs> not in his final form. Gaim is in some weird pineapple form. Yeah, yeah he's, not even, the... he's not even using the cool pineapple weapon. It's real disappointing. Yeah, does, is it the pineapple weapon from the show? Is like this weird like pineapple like nunchuck thingy where it's, it's like, like a pineapple rope no it's only one i think i think it's like a pineapple like um uh like mace or something yeah it's like a ball yeah. and chain that would have been so cool yeah <laughs> it's real good but yeah the pineapple one's like his fourth form or something yeah no, um no it's in episode two is it yeah, I could have sworn yeah. he does orange, then banana, then but bananas. Baron, remember? Oh, right, right. Yeah, I guess I was getting that mixed up. Yeah, pineapple, then grape, then other stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he does durian. I'm getting pineapple mixed up with durian. Oh. Oh man, the weapon. Form? The weapon's called the pine iron, which is real. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> That's so good. But is yeah, it a golfing attack. What? Is is it a golfing attack? No. It's, a... it's like it's like a it's like a flail. Oh man. Yeah, it's like a morning star flail thing. It's like I'm thinking of it like a stick and he does a fucking shooting balls and stuff. It's the pine iron. It's it's a golf club. <laughs> but first and foremost, it's a pineapple pun. But uh yeah, then then Swartz summons in a bunch of I'm assuming these are final boss monsters from previous Kamen Rider yeah, shows? Yeah, that's what I figured. They don't match I, up, if that's your question. Yeah, they. I definitely realize they don't, because isn't yeah, the the guy in white is Dagova, isn't it? Yeah, that's Dagova. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, is... So I, I thought originally it was, okay, so they're losing because he's not using the right riders to fight them. Also <laughs> possible, yeah. Yeah, because I don't. Like you, no, no, one of them matches up. I think one of the double villains is there. Yeah, yes, there, there's like a guy who looks double. like a an Izet. You, you know the Izet from Magic the Gathering. I do know the Izet from Magic the Gathering. The, the guy on the far right looks a lot like an Izet character. And there's a dude with like weird seraphic armor where he's got like an angel shield and halo and wings. That costume looks like it was real hard to maintain because it's very elaborate. 
I would have to see like where they're lined up again to comment if the dude is is it looking or not. It's it's nine twelve. Go to go to nine twelve in the you. episode. He he's red and blue and has like all sorts of weird. Pinky. Oh shit! I guess I guess yeah. The that evil form is pretty. Is that? <laughs> it's the right color and everything. Huh. Well, what show is that from? Oh, that's Bill. Okay. Oh, okay. And I need to finish Build. Build goes places, man. Yeah, there's a guy who looks like a demon, and then there's a guy on the left with a cape, and he has a stick. He hits people with a stick. It's apparently a big deal. Dude, sticks are serious business. <laughs> yeah, it's like, man, stick will hurt. <laughs> it's just, it, it doesn't look stick? on the that same scale as the rest of these, like, badass villain monsters. There's Quarter, like, no, and a guy. Dangerous. Okay, no, think about it this way. He ha- he, all he has is a stick, and he's still up there with all the badass. <laughs> Which implies that he is, like, so much more badass than everyone. Exactly. The idea of, I'm too good, so I don't use an actual weapon to seal my power. I feel like a stick's an actual weapon. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's not like it's the I'm, energy I'm gonna waves. kill you with my teacup thing. Yeah, or, yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill you with my teacup. My what? I'm going to kill you. I mean, quarterstaff's a real weapon. It is, and that is just a stick. You can kill someone with a quarterstaff. Yeah, someone with a quarterstaff very easily. It is a weapon that literally costs zero gold if you're buying one at D&D. (laughs) No, the quarterstaff definitely costs money. Basic quarterstaff is zero gold. What are you you talking about? Not in 5e. Chris, Chris, it may be zero gold, but remember... 99% 99% of people in the Dungeons and Dragons worlds have never seen a gold piece in their entire life. Okay, well that's true. Like they're they're a daily pay for I think a peasant is like 5 copper pieces. Yeah, and a quarterstaff is 2 silver. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. Which is why it's like they they start out stuff for you to like perform jobs and there's just no reason to ever do those. You just go kill somebody, take their money. It's so much more efficient. <laughs> okay, so anyway, there's this big blowout fight sequence. All of the villains team up and do, like, giant laser attacks and blow away the uh, the writer forms. And they all... They, they get in a big line and laser Sogo. Yeah, they, they all shoot their uh, big energy attacks into Schwartz's big energy attack, which combines all the big energy attacks into a Really big energy attack. Giant magenta death ball thing. A- an evil spirit bomb. Yeah, a little bit. I like that Dagova lights his hands on fire for his energy attack. That's, that's so pretty glad cool. to see Dagova. Yeah. Doing pretty work. sweet. So uh before this can like before they can kill Sogo, they're they're gonna do a second one, and then Gates jumps in and uses his uh his revive form to block it at the last second. But this one's super dramatic, because, like, his mask shatters and everything. You can, like, see yeah. his face, even when he's transformed and stuff. It's like... You know shit gets serious when the mask breaks. Yeah. Just a bit, yeah, because it seems like most common Rider forms, it just... They're kind of impervious to damage. Right up until it needs to be serious. Right. Right. I, I mean, they're, they're like, uh... They're, they're like, um... When you, you're fighting, like, a guy in a game and you have to knock off their color, like, you knock off the top color and then there's a layer underneath. 
You have to keep knocking off colors until you get to the bottom one, and then you can actually hurt them. To get to the juicy center. But yeah, th- this is super dramatic. Uh, Gates is, like, dying. He's all scarred up and stuff. And he's like, this is it, Sogo. You, you gotta turn. You, you gotta turn into Omazeo. I'm so glad that I had the chance to meet you. You gotta uh, be the best overlord that you can I, be. I wasn't making up about this being romantic. He's like, I'm it, so happy I came to this timeline and lived with you. Yeah, it it is it is very romantically charged. I'm like, just I wouldn't have been surprised if they just gave him a little like, kiss. Give him a kiss goodbye, you fool. I'll never see him again. Oh. Right. But yeah. So 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 Gates does the dramatic like dead now thing and his head droops oh no i am the dead you will not have been fatally injured in vain no i think i'll be all right sogo is now like i'm gonna do the omazeo thing now right i I, i'm going to achieve super saiyan through anger yeah they they killed his krillin he's he's going he's he's doing it now very much so like he his transformation is real good yeah, it, I I yeah. love the Obazio transformation. Yeah, it, it's a pretty good scene actually, because uh, like he just looks over his shoulder towards another decade, and like the belt just has this smoke that just the like smoke starts washing over it, and it turns from the regular space time driver into the Omazeo driver. I love all of the lines the boat the belt has. Oh yeah, it's a very melodramatic driver. <laughs> Uh, it was nice of the villains to give him time to, like, mourn his dying friend and everything. Uh. Yeah, like, I, I was sitting there watching, I'm like, uh, this is the perfect time for them to just... I know dramatic tension saying, no, 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 you give the hero time with their dying friends. But I'm like, come on, this is... On the one hand, narrative rules. On the other hand, I this could so maybe weird. see Swartz being the kind of dickhead who's like... I'll give him a minute. Yeah. I mean, then are like, if anything, maybe like Waz would have come in and been like, how fucking dare you? That would have been cool, actually. Yeah, if they had a little bit more breathing room in this sequence, I think that would have been a great sequence to have to add in. Because, but, because Waz is all about the the proper moments. Right, yeah. You, you have to allow the drama a moment to resonate, or else you're just doing it wrong. Just a bit, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, so Sogo walks over and is, like, standing in the middle of this open courtyard, and he starts transforming into Omazeo, and, like, the ground splits open, and there's lava everywhere, and then giant gold orbs start rotating around him. It is... It is the hallowed hour, the greatest, most righteous, most prominent, most powerful king of all that is. Omazeo. It's so good. Ah. And like, I love the the writer text slaps onto his face and then like the contrast goes way up. His suit goes black and the the text, uh, the writer text glows red and there's like a golden aura coming off of him. Yeah, it's great. It's a really good visual effect. And then he tells Waz to rejoice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah well, Waz comes in the scene is like, oh, my, my overlord. Yeah. He's like, good. I... Didn't see this going this way, and, uh... I mean, I'm glad you're here. Do you want to fight? Rejoice. And Schwartz has this reaction of, like, are... Are you sure? You 
was your friend now your, your best friend just died i told Waz you to rejoice and was does it and he looks kind of like his voice does not match his facial expression because his facial expression is like I, uh, okay this feels weird but if you're sure but his voice is still properly Rigel Eli is my overlord, the best overlord. I actually, uh, like, uh, the character, the, like, um, the actor who does Sogo has had, like, he's not, he's not had a super heavy job a lot of the show. I actually really like the vocal performance he gives at this point. Cause, like, he, he does, you can still tell it's him, but he's, like, got this, this, like, edge of, like, hurt and menace in his voice now. Oh, yeah. That works pretty well. His, Sogo's actor does a fantastic job of portraying a man who I considered my best friend and I loved just died in my arms. The person who did it in front of me, and he's already a sm- smug son of a bitch that I don't like. I'm going to kill him. It's very good. Oh, Zio's fun. I like it. Yeah, this is cool. Uh, so after Waz gives his big speech, get speech. Oh. Schwartz is like, oh, great! This is exactly what I was waiting for. Awesome. This is all going according to plan. I just... I totally wanted you to be Omazio. Good job. because yeah, now I'll just take your power. <laughs> and he begins to attempt to take Sogo's power. And most of the people that have been having their power be taken have been, like, straining and, oh, no! And Sogo's just kind of looking at him like, are you serious? <laughs> Right, yeah, because Sogo doesn't even do anything at first. Just like he lets he lets uh, another decade suck him for suck like his <laughs> his purple aura for a little bit, and then and then Schwartz just starts exploding. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very fun to have Schwartz like, ha ha, I'm winning. Oh no, ha <laughs> ha, I'm a genius. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, I love that Sogo's just like. Who the fuck do you think you are? You think you can contain all of this rider power? You think you can handle all of this? No, <laughs> not like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he gives this extremely cool line. You really think one such as yourself could endure the power I hold? And then he starts popping up the watches hovering around him. And not just the 20 main watches. All the yeah, no, watches. It's, yeah. It is all the watches. Of every writer that has ever been. Yeah, like, you can't see them all, but it's implied to be literally every character who was a writer. There was definitely some, like, secondary writer watches that were thrown in there that you could pick out. Oh, now I, I can get see the feeling the it's guy. literally the power of every... It is the power of common writer as a concept. Yeah, uh, yeah, so so the the MOOC final bosses start coming at him, and he just, uh, just starts One brushing them KOs off. One KOs them, all of them. Yeah, yeah th- it's you- real cathartic. I think, uh, does he kill them all with their own, like, their own show's stuff, too? No. I think so. No. Okay. It's yeah, just, he like, doesn't... one, he just goes through, like, five different finishers through them all. Right. Like, I like when the, uh, the the drone dragonflies sweep down on him at one point, and he uses a, a Kiva bat swarm Kamehameha move that's pretty awesome looking. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen that in Kiva. <laughs> I don't think that will even be a thing Probably in Probably not. When he kicks Dagova, he like just does like a 
like a side from the hip kick. It and looks like he does the Ag- the Agito kick, which I find hilarious. Yeah, and it uses like the the big special symbol. I was like, that's not the Kuga one, but it looks like the Kuga ones. <laughs> so you're like, must be Agito. <laughs> I assumed it was probably around there or something. Yeah, it's real cool. I like the one where like the the time hands or the like minute and second hands on the back of him circle around it and shoots like this giant fire orb. Oh, that's so cool. Fun. I love that. Yeah, and he like and... uh the giant Ryuki dragon flies down towards him and he just punches it out of the sky too. Yeah, it's like, pretty no awesome. bad snake. <laughs> bad lizard. So yeah, he yeah. explodes all the final bosses, and uh, another decade's like, oh shit, I might have fucked up. <laughs> oh, impossible. <laughs> How could this happen? I wonder. Oh no, but I will win anyway, I'm just gonna run away back to my own world. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, even if I lose, I still got 99% of what I wanted, so that's fine, I guess. So I'm just gonna... Run back to my world and be fine now and rule over that. Oh no, oh, no I've been stabbed! <gasps> yeah, uh, Tsukiyomi jumps in, lasering him through the chest with the, apparently the laser time sword that you can make if you're a lady and you have time powers. I don't know why and, uh, this is a consistent thing. <laughs> it achieves literally nothing. Uh, it, it makes him turn off his world gate, but yeah... Yeah, I, I think all it is is she distracted him from teleporting out of here so that Sogo can kill him. But yeah, he another decade just says, you waited until my guard was down, and then he turns around and, like, you know, super punches her into a wall. It's implied killing her. Either killing her or severely injuring her so that she can't move. Right, yeah. Like, it's a fatal or at least severely crippling attack. So, uh, but yeah, then Omazio jumps into the air, does the ultimate rider kick. It's it's very good. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's just like an Omazio-fied version of his normal rider kick. Yeah. Which means it's still pretty sweet. It's it's pretty awesome. I do, like, it, there's this neat moment, because uh, another decade throws up his purple laser punch to block it, and they, like, clash for a minute while they, like, stay, it, like, floats like, in the air. Is and- he gonna... Get away? Nope. Yeah. I really like the, the like, subtle visual effect of when he does get blown back after a second, there's, like, this ring of gold. Like, he was just kicked through a hole in reality or something (laughs) that he flies backwards through. Yeah, it's real good. So, and so he's flying backwards, time freezes, and the younger version of Swartz appears and is standing next to a... Spirit? Tsukiyomi's ghost. Tsukiyomi? It, it, it is Tsukiyomi's ghost. It is not clear exactly what is going on in this scene, but uh, young Swartz and Tsukiyomi are having a conversation. Uh, Tsukiyomi asserts that this world is already my world when I became the common writer Tsukiyomi. And uh, Swartz is like, uh, no, no, I'm awesome. I, I'm awesome. You cannot beat me because I'm just better than you. But you are already dead. And yeah. Then, yeah, and then he dies. He's literally, a, like, a... evaporating black smoke off of him, so... <laughs> he is in denial. He is eating sh- eating all of the shit at this point. Pretty good. Yeah, fuck that guy. He, he was bad. 
Yeah, uh, it's not entirely clear if Tsukiyomi does this, or if this is just what would have happened anyway, but, like, when her spirit fades out and the two parallel worlds, like, fuse back together, uh, which evaporates, like, all of the common Rider monsters and sort of makes things look like... Like, doesn't bring anyone back to life, but the world looks like it's not actively ending anymore. Yeah, it's like... So- the the threat is over the problem is not solved right the weird thing is like is like that was just swartz's plan he wanted to merge all the worlds so they merged the worlds and so he succeeded but he's he just wanted dead. to be the one to rule over yeah, it yeah he's just dead now so I, I yeah i like that the plan to stop him was to do the opposite of what he was doing and then they just end up doing it anyway <laughs> <laughs> but but then they do end up doing the opposite of what he was doing because because splits them all back up right in a minute. But That's yeah, so so the world, uh, all the monsters evaporate. There's a giant like time wave that blows across everything, and Omazio is just standing there in this courtyard he's been having the big final battle in. And uh, yeah, he he he's looking a little little upset. And Waz comes up, and Waz is like, hey, you did it. You you are king now. Yeah, good job. You saved the world. Uh, you he... get to rule over everything. Nah. I, I like how he prominently, when he says, you, uh, you've uh, accomplished what you set out to do, he shut, He like holds up the book and snaps it shut. That's a yep. nice touch. Yeah. <laughs> but then Sogo's like, no, Waz. I'm going to destroy the fuck out of this timeline. Right. So, and then he goes to have a talk with Omazio. Yeah, this is when... Zio. Okay, yeah, we continue our weird Gundam-esque people-having-soul conversations with, like, through reality and stuff. Ending. Well, it... I don't know. It makes a lot more sense to me that Sogo is able to do this with himself than Tsukiyomi is able to do it. Right. Because well, Sogo... I mean, they, they had time powers, too, so... yeah. But not on the level of, no, his title is literally the Emperor of Time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he can probably just do whatever the fuck he wants at this point. Yeah, just pretty much. I mean, it's pretty heavily implied that, like, literally there's nothing he couldn't do. Agreed. Uh, okay, so, yeah, he's in a black void, standing in front of the throne of old Omazio. And basically, they have a brief conversation where Omazia's like, so, you've decided not to take the path that I took. Yeah. Uh, so goes, like, yeah, uh, with everyone who has died, without them, who, what is even the point of being king? Which yeah, is uh, sweet. Like, I, I actually kind of teared up at that point. So I was like, yeah. He, he has, like, a little flashback through all his friends. And I'm like, oh, it's his buddies. He does. If he doesn't have his friends and family, then what's the point? I mean, Sogo did not want to build his empire on the graves of others. Exactly. Uh, Yeah, yeah. That's always been kind of his motivation from the beginning, and I think, yeah, he's a a good boy to have come this far and still be at this point. So maybe, maybe at the beginning of the show, he would have made the decision of, well, they sacrificed everything for me, but... And it's sad, but I think I'll rule over it. But having actually, you know, spent time and grew alongside these people, 
it's much more believable that he's yeah. just like no, i think at the beginning of the show it. he probably would have tried to like bring back the dead or something but uh yeah, yeah. he wouldn't have made the right decision but uh yeah so omazio explains to him uh you know the the real the real kicker is the power of destruction is also the power of creation because when you destroy things you make room for the new do you, do you know what's great about this line what is it that the catchphrase for decade is destroy everything, connect everything. This is it. Yes. Silly. Yes. It's so good how that plays together. <laughs> it's very cool. It definitely plays Sukasa's story as like this long setup to like making the universe a better place overall through this thing that he set in motion. So that's super cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. So Sogo gives a bit where he repeats his uh the wisdom from his uncle where he says, you know, the hands on a clock can only move forward in time. They might look like they're in the same spot, but once they've gone around, you know, you're you're in the future. what what does he say? You're in the future? It's or it's the it's in the future. Like, even if things look similar, like the change has still occurred, growth has still happened. Yep. Which that's I like that th- uh sentiment. Yeah, it's uh, it's sweet. Uh, and also, uh, kind of letting uh, kind of letting Toei off the hook for continuing to make Common Rider shows that are pretty similar to their previous output. But but the, the, this past already happened. It looks the same, but it's it's different. We we've all grown. I, I I'm joking, but <laughs> kind of a little bit. <laughs> so so the world essentially so after Resets. yeah, so Sogo evaporates. He's, he, like, turns into a golden aura, and, like, the world starts evaporating into the golden metals that would shower down every time he turned into Grand Zio. Yeah, it's a very good visual. It's really pretty like cool. It. There's another sequence of Sukasa and Dien standing together. And they're talking like they're... Go- apparently, they're they're together now, and they're gonna go off on a journey together. So, that's sweet. I'm glad that they've managed to be honest about their feelings with each other. Very good. Sukasa snaps a picture of the world ending, which is uh, pretty cool. That's yep. just from what we know about him. That's like the sort of thing that he wants, that he would love to take a picture of. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And then the final sequence plays where we're basically in the last episode of Evangelion where everything was reset. At, well, well, okay. In this version, everything's reset and that it's an illusion, but like everyone's a normal happy high school student all the characters who were dead and like even the evil ones they're all like buddies now it's, it's like, like a high school the... comedy hey fletch can you play like the the ava congratulations under this that'd be oh, super good i'll do you one better that's a good idea. um it's it's fun that the, the judo guy who originally was like, oh, you're an idiot, Sogo. I'm gonna make you think about the right thing, is now Gates. Right, which is a super good scene, because at the beginning of the show, we were like, that guy seems way more familiar to Sogo than the dialogue implies. But now that it's Gates, it makes total sense. Yeah. And then Tsukiyomi comes up and flips, flips Gates. And Aura and Ur are there. And Ur has like a weird fanboy thing towards Sogo. It, it, yeah. Oh, did you interpret that as him like really like being a fan of, of Sogo? Yes. I interpreted it as him maybe having like an inkling of a memory of the previous timeline. But yeah, that would make sense. 
I think yeah, I, I think probably both. I they both were kind of very much showing a oh yeah authority or they they seem more like the people that would be down to like yeah no it's. We can't forget the past. I guess he attracted to power. Yeah. I guess is the best way to put it. Yep. Aura drops the line, I do have bad news for you. And I'm like, wait, she's not going to pull out something ridiculous again with like a minute left to go in the show. <laughs> no, she, she just says we're going to be late for class. Uh, and Van uh, Boaz gives the closing narration of the ending. Uh, he is still Waz, he still has the book, it appears he still knows everything that happened. It looks like the, the title changes on the book, right? Because the, the kanji on the front changes. I, I couldn't read it, actually. But yeah, uh, it makes sense Did you look up what it says now, Garrett? Oh wait, does it change or does it just glow? It might just glow, actually. If it still says advent calendar, that does kind of imply that he's still going to become Zuko, or that the possibility is still. Open. I, I, it definitely felt like it was implying to me that Sogo's probably still going to become Zio right. type of thing. Man, if yeah, anyway, they need... I thought it changed. It would have been cool if it changed. <laughs> it didn't change. Okay, well, we we don't know because we can't read kanji. Sorry, listeners. But yeah, uh, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's a, it's a nice send-off for the show. I really like that uh, was, uh, his last line is, it would appear the path before us diverges greatly from what has been written before. And he shuts the book one more time. I I just want to show about Waz doing Waz things now. <laughs> like, this is yeah, so open for Waz. Isn't that just like, like, Waz's like rip, rip uh, Rick Hunter... And the champ, what champions of tomorrow? Isn't that that CW show? I have, no I have no idea. clue. You said Rick Hunter. I'm like, are we talking about Robotech now? Because like, Not, fuck Harmony uh, Gold. No, uh, you know, fuck Harmony Gold. Maybe I'm getting it mixed up. Rip Hunter, the Time Master, the from the DC God, universe. That's a fucking name. That is a fucking name, and I adore. There's it. an organization Rick of characters Hunter. in the DC universe called the Time Time Masters, and like they they uh like. Do they like fix timeline shit? And like, if Waz just did that now, that would be amazing. Wait, isn't it? Isn't it like Booster Gold? No, Booster Booster no. Gold does not fix timeline shit. He in fact Boost- is pretty well, pretty prominently breaks timeline shit. Booster right. Gold is literally a rich white kid in the future who was looking at the past and you goes, you know what was super cool? Superheroes. I'm gonna spend a bunch of money to make my own super suit. Go into the past and be a superhero. Well, that's one and version. That's of it. fucking Booster Gold. The, another version of that he's... origin is is uh, he was a high school football star and then ha- then became a janitor later in life and was like, "This sucks balls. Why don't I steal some technology and go back to the past when it would make me super awesome and I can be and everyone can like me again and nobody likes him <laughs> and everyone makes fun of him." Yeah, because I thought like the stuff he stole was like time time hunter gear stuff uh in certain continuities no it might be uh dc continuities complicated there's like right, a it. bunch of them you mean trash we're not we're not starting a dc podcast uh what would that even look like there's yeah 
I don't know. We're not doing it, so don't have to worry about it. Hosting for 45 minutes. Hey, it turns out your host shit-talked one of the editor's favorite characters, which means you all get to hear the brief story of Booster Gold. See, they were half right on some of the things. He was formerly a college football star who was kicked out of the game and couldn't go pro because he was willing to get involved in a score-fixing scandal while he played. So, as a result, he ended up as a dead-end janitor at a superhero memorabilia museum, where one day he decided, you know what I could do? I could steal the museum droid that has all the history down, a bunch of things in this place that would give me superpowers, and then go back to the golden age of heroes with Superman and all those other guys. And sure, he was a glory hound and a publicity fiend, but he was also a dude who wanted to try and make the world a better place, like the time that he single-handedly fought Doomsday to a standstill at great cost to his body and health just to try and keep Superman from dying. That's a thing everyone forgets. Booster Gold is the reason Superman was able to get there. Uh, anyway, yeah, he did team up with Rip Hunter, who was technically his son. It's Time Traveler's long story. And yeah, he became a behind-the-scenes time cop along with uh, Rip for various incarnations, and only Batman figured it out because... One of the things that Rip put him through to try and get him to learn the rules of history that you can't change some things is Booster basically threw himself against the killing joke for, like, 30 tries trying to keep Barbara Gordon from being crippled. And Batman goes, yeah, um, so I see you on this security footage. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, I think. Anyway, that's Booster Gold. But yeah, okay. So, but yeah, that would be cool. I would love them to bring back Waz and Sogo for another anniversary show. If those actors want to come back, that would be super awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I want... I do just like the theory, too, that... That just, like, for there's going to be a Waz for everybody. And I just like the idea that there's just, like, all these Wazes around. <laughs> Man, if, a rainbow of wazes. If in yeah. like a year, oh, or kind two... of like a kind of like Captain Britain, where it's just like a waz in every world. Oh, Jesus Christ, Captain Britain! <laughs> if in like a year or two they make Common Rider Quiz or Common Rider Kikai, and there's just like a waz there, <laughs> oh, I, I don't even need him to say anything. If he's just in the background, that would That's be true. good. So great. <laughs> I mean, they still have that Kikai costume sitting around, right? Like, yeah. you know. I hope. Yeah, they, they already did the... Didn't they do a Shinobi one? I thought I they remember. Did like a, they did like an OVA type thing. It was a couple yeah. episodes. They could do a full Shinobi one. That seemed fun. Shinobi had super yeah, cool powers. He did. He did. They all were good. But yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, that was Zeo. It was pretty awesome. This, the episode ends with a preview for Zero One, which we've already talked about quite a bit. That is not in the future it, anymore. And it has a Zero One watch, which was really cute. Yeah, yeah, that's cute, too. I am very happy to have com have Common Rider Zeo be my second, actually, like, full, proper... Common Rider series that I completed. Yeah, that's that's true for me, too, and I, I enjoyed it a lot. 
I really like Gunman this is, Zio. This is show two. <laughs> can add another knot to the belt. Putting show two in the can. I mean, technically, I've watched all of Common Rider Amazons, but that's only 12 episodes. 12? 13? Uh, there's a second season, so I guess you haven't watched all of <gasps> it yet. I haven't watched a second season yet. So you're still at two. And there's a movie. That's true. It's got the chainsaw gun in it. Uh, Zio. I really enjoyed it. It was a really fun show. I'm yeah, glad it was very fun. Glad you suggested we watch this one. Who did suggest to watch this one? I think it was literally just at the very beginning. It was, oh, hey, guys. Zio has started as we've started our show. So let's uh let's let's just you know on the days off that we don't what watch kuga we can watch zio and we'll just that'll be fun it's been so long here we are two years later now finally having finished it god yeah that was forever ago i thought garrett suggested it but uh i might have (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean i I like the show i don't think i like love it but it's, it's it's solid I think I I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it could have, you know, it's not like, I wouldn't say it's a perfect Kamen Rider show or anything. It could have definitely been tightened up at a few points. But overall, I really enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Yep. It was good. I liked it. show. Uh, I'm I'm still going to stand by. I think the Wizard episodes are maybe the best episodes in the series. Man, I need to watch Wizard too. Maybe there was just something about him that, like, really hit with me. Wizard is so cool. Yeah, the I wizard aesthetic the is so good. Ghost is also amazingly look good looking. <laughs> they don't know, folks. Common Rider's fun. I am glad that Zio is here to remind me that Common Rider is fun. I, I have less and confidence that I will be super, that I will love Wizard and Ghost just like for their aesthetics now that I have watched enough of Kiva to know better. What? what are you talking about? Kiva's Kiva's great. <laughs> uh, man. I... No. <laughs> no, it's not. But, yeah, come on. No. Kiva. Kiva is terrible. It's a good uh, show. Kiva was not... It's designed well. Yeah. It's it's not a good show. It's not. Right, let's, show. let's not talk about Kiva when we're doing an episode. <laughs> about Kiva. We already talked about Kiva enough. Let's let's not overdo it. Yeah, no, I like this. Uh, Waz is great. Can we talk about how how great Waz is more? Oh yeah, like Waz was a really fun character. In in fact, like uh, I think Waz and and Gates like were really fun together. I think they should have had, like, all the stuff they give Waz and Gates together was really good. They could have played into that a little bit more. That would have... They made have, a really like, good, like, really great. like, like uh, by-the-book cop and just, like, off-the-book cop. Right. <laughs> I could not... I, the analogy... I, I, I didn't want to say good cop, bad cop, because that didn't sound right, but... Yeah, that's not really what it's like. like they were su- like a buddy cop. Tsukiyomi was fun a lot of the time, but, like, yeah, they really could have written that character better, given her more to do. She's kind of like a major weak point in the show, I guess, if I had to she pick just, one. She just... She exists to... She literally exists to move Sogo's storyline along and fail. 
<sighs> You're like, right. Her interactions with is... Gates are interesting. And, like, I, I think the stuff between her and her brother is interesting, but they don't give that much time to play out. Yeah. Not at all, no. I, I don't know. And, like, man, the Tsukiyomi writer suit design is so good. It's so good, and it's such a such a ripoff that we did not get to see it in action. In the movie, we get to see it. Like I posted something somewhere. Like there, there's a Tsukiyomi writer kick. Okay, if we're talking about other stuff in the Zio continuity, uh, they're they outgaudied the Grand Zio costume with Gates Majesty. You just a bit. I still think Gates Majesty is just Kiva Emperor, but with ride watches glued onto it. Right. A little bit. But that's why I didn't say they out-designed it. I said they out-gaudied it. <laughs> and then the Tsukiyomi Rider kick is is kind of like the Kiva kick, which is also kind of funny. Oh, huh, that's fun. Does it, like, make it night and there's, like, a big moon and stuff? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> but it's a crescent moon, it's Tsukiyomi. But yeah, uh, I mean, I think we've talked a lot about Zio over the course of watching this show. I've really enjoyed it. I think it's been a fun time. Yeah, uh, it is definitely a. I recommend you watch this. Uh, yeah. Um, I I guess if nothing else, it it kind of uh proved Gar- the the point of Garrett's premise to me, and that like I did enjoy this anniversary show referencing a ton of stuff I don't know about. I did it. I, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a good way to prove the point of the premise without actually having and gone through and done it all yet. I want like the wave of that print it out so I can hang it on my wall so I can have this accomplishment. <laughs> but uh yeah, it was really good. Uh I feel I think I've like made all my grand statements about the themes of Zeo and why it works and you know the the points where it's a little too goofy for its own good and you know the parts I've liked. I think I've said all that stuff by now. <laughs> Cuz uh the ending didn't really change any of that for me. It you know stood basically st- Stuck the landing is pretty much how I thought it would. I don't know. Do yeah. you guys feel any differently there? No, I mean the only problem yeah. with the ending is just like Tsukiyomi disappointment, which like yeah. I keep harping. That's like the biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and th- and that's the one I can't super look past. Like if the time oh, travel yeah. stuff doesn't make sense, I c- I can live with it. Especially like, after episodes forty-seven and forty-eight are such a cool build-up to Tsukiyomi getting the power. And then it's just. Yep. She she wastes it. Yeah. Like, Tsukiyomi wastes her opportunity. And really, it's not her fault. Because they wrote her that way, but... <laughs> right. She wastes what she was given. And it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. So that was sad, but yeah. Like, the rest of that, super cool. Yeah, the rest of it was pretty good. I don't like Scorch as a villain. Eh. He's not my favorite bland thing. and basic. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I think hey, I think he, I I think he worked for me better than you guys. But like, I am being a little generous and thinking about him conceptually. Like on screen, like if you just kind of like watch it, just what's presented without really like digging into it, eh, it's kind of like a been there, done that villain. You know, you've seen it before. Which I mean, it isn't necessarily the point of Common Rider to like shock you with narrative twists you've never seen, but still, you know. You know, overall, good oh. show. Would would recommend. Yep. Definitely watch Zio if you've got the time. It's fun. To watch a 49 episode show. <laughs> yeah, I think 
I mean, even just what, like, the first episode of Zeo actually does a really good job of establishing, like, the stakes and the conflict and everything, so... It does. If you're curious about a Kamen Rider show, try the first episode of Zeo. <sighs> yeah, I think that's it. Alright, well, we've been a podcast on the internet at journeythroughdeckcast.com. Where on that website, there are links to all of the things, and you can follow them if you want and do stuff. There's, like, Twitters and, like, links to, like, podcast things, and Chris's Twitter that's there, my Twitter's there, Evan still does not have a Twizzer Twitter, because it's the I, cancer I website. Do. Yep. I do not, and it is definitely, it's like, Twitter exists to for, for shitposting, and to yell at people angrily. Uh, and I assure you, it is not going to improve now that everyone is locked in their homes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Do not, do not go on the bad website if you can avoid it, but if you can't, then, you know, feel, feel free to tweet us or something. Yeah, we're there. Watch Common Rider, y'all. It's a fun series. Yeah. Even if it has... Common good. ...problems uh, sometimes. Watch it legally in the United States now that we have the original Common Rider on streaming services. Want, Please support watch that. Watch that original Common Rider. Watch Hondo. He's he's the best. He was also Sagata Sanshiro, and Sagata Sanshiro now canonically has a son. So Hondo Takashi fucks. <laughs> Wait, the the guy who played the original Common Rider was literally Sagata Sagata Sanshiro. Yeah, yeah, huh. yes, it was. Huh, I didn't know that. I knew that Sagata no, Sanshiro was based on a real guy who was, like, a karate champion, but I didn't know that that guy was also Kamen Rider. <laughs> I did an entire bonus episode about it. I guess I know who doesn't listen to those. Yes, he was the very, he was the very first. Ah. Also, you can yeah, stream it right now, legally in the U.S. Please do this and do show it. support for stuff. Do it, but just remember, it is, it is a, <laughs> it's a superhero show from... 70s? Yeah. A different time. It, it 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 is from a different time, and it is... It's a lot of fun. I enjoy the original Kamen Rider, but it is a trip, man. It is a trip. Some of those practical effects. Woo! So, okay. so like, one day we're gonna do Toei Spider-Man, right? Probably. Yes. So, interesting thing I learned when I, I... I learned this a while ago now and never brought it up because I hadn't thought about it until now. Uh, did you know the anime The Skull Man is, like, a sort of sequel slash retelling of the original Kamen Rider? I did vaguely know that. Yeah. I did not. Apparently it's based on, uh, like, the Ichinose? Is that the name of the guy? Um, Ishinomori? Ishinomori, yeah. Ishinomori's, like, he had manga scripts that were considerably more edgy and violent than the version that was made it to TV and I guess the the Skull Man, both the manga and anime are based on that version of the story it's the more edgy and I'm just th- sitting here thinking about Common Rider Black <laughs> like oh boy that's how bad that's for edgy shit right, I, I, I don't mean edgy in the okay, I mean I haven't seen it so no. I don't know if I mean edgy in the juvenile sense but just in the like, no, no. more harder edged sense. Yeah, no I well, okay, yes, I'm using it in the sense of not the juvenile edgy oh, it's so edgy type of thing Of no, it's hundreds of people die 
thousands of people die. I mean, they're literally fighting Nazis in the first Kamen Rider the, show, so... I I know. think in Kamen Rider Black, like, a, a third to a half of the population of Japan dies. It's ridiculous. That's pretty extreme. <laughs> I, I, I have only remembered it from half con- half remembered conversations with Fletch about Kamen Rider Black and Black RX. That sounds about right. But yeah, like, well, uh, we should revisit some of that stuff. Also, uh, you know, he know, you know, he also did Cyborg Zero Zero Nine, right? I did know that. Yes, I should watch. Cyborg I know there's Zero a Devil Zero Man Cyborg Zero Zero Nine crossover that I've been meaning to watch. That, hmm, that's a hell of a crossover. I'm totally down for it. That's been our podcast. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're, we're fucked at this point. Um, do, do the things. Um, watch the shows. Uh, have fun. Uh, be safe. Yep. Uh, Rejoice. Every new beginning comes after some other beginnings. And yeah. and remember that sometimes you can't move on before you destroy yourself and the world around you. Yeah. Yeah. Metaphorically, of course. Yeah, uh, not everyone's going to have god powers. Don't don't fall into the sunk cost fallacy on your reality. <laughs> Good night. Bye. Oh yeah, uh, we have just been a passing through podcast. Remember that.